This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Bow Hunter Planet Podcast, your gateway to the wonderful world of archery. Hey guys, welcome to the BowHunterPlanet.com podcast. Myself, Dave Thomas, signing along with Tim Mazzarana, as usual. Uh, and tonight we got Brandon Sanders on from HuntWorks, which is a, well, uh, a TikTok page that I've come to love on TikTok. Uh, Brandon and I have been swapping back and forth with different TikToks and stuff, and it's a lot of fun because... In my opinion, it's it's nice to have that hunting community uh, feel, especially on TikTok, because we can go back and forth on different videos, and you can, uh, you know, you can use their video and duet it. So it's kind of funny and fun that you can like share some of those memories and moments. But um, so, Brian, how are you, man? Welcome to the show. I'm doing good. And how are you guys? Doing Not too great. shabby, man. Yeah. I want to apologize for you guys having to watch my videos. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, you know, it, 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 thank you for that. I was going to ask for an official apology, but since you already came out and said it, you know, I'll accept that. So um, uh, if you wouldn't mind putting that in writing, though, that would be great. Yeah, I, I, can, I can get it done. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys won't believe well, what happened so today. Your stuff's so funny, though, man. I, it's awesome. <laughs> you guys you guys won't believe what happened on TikTok today. So I, I go on TikTok. So what we did is we created a separate account because we have so many warnings on our main account. We're like, all right in order to um, kind of, you know, just try to not really fix this, but alter it. So we have a backup plan. We started creating this secondary page called Bowhunter Planet Talk. And so we started using that one. So the thing is I go back and forth between those accounts, like trying to decide which video to put on each platform. And um, so I sent a message to TikTok on my other, on the main account. And I said, Hey, they, first off all my, um, all my notes I sent to them are gone. Like they're, they're gone. So normally if you send, like you send an issue, it'll say your issue and then it, they'll, you'll wait for them to reply, but they basically removed all five of the ones I had in there. So there's like nothing in there. Right. I'm like, wow, that's, that's messed up. Right. So I sent another message to say, Hey, can we, is it possible to get our warnings taking off? You know, because a lot of our, um, videos that you pulled are still in appeal and they've been in appeal since March. Like they, I mean, way back. So I'm like thinking maybe I get a response. Right. So I go back into the other kind of doing some work, whatever, no big deal. So a couple hours goes by, I'm in the, the new account and I decide to go back to the other account. So I go back to the other account and the warning's gone. And I'm like, what? I'm like, Oh yes. Like, I can't believe it. So I go into the notes and there's, they didn't reply. It's still in there. So <laughs> So no joke, yeah. like an hour later, I get the warning again. <laughs> no, like, like, seriously. Oh, oh, I started thinking like, I really, honestly, guys, like I was thinking like, 
things are gonna work out like this warning's gone like i can now focus fully on this main account and just do compound bows don't touch crossbows because i'll get hit and just and also i saw it again and i thought you know what go blank yourself <laughs> so some, something else that i did to help with that was the videos that did get removed because they have like a firearm in them or whatever they obviously got deleted but i still had some up that had firearms and my views were just tanking like crazy they would not push anything out random videos were getting deleted like a year later so i went through and took out even if they were like good videos or not been taken down i took those out so yeah. hopefully it will kind of get ahead of them trying to take things away the and, problem is there's no consistency to how they do it and that's no. it. now i haven't even tested guns i won't even touch it I had a guy throw a knife at a ballistic block and that got pulled for dangerous acts. Uh, I yeah. mean, it doesn't matter what I do. If I do a crossbow, it's a 50 50. So sometimes they'll pull it and I'll appeal it and they'll, they'll, they'll put it back and say, yeah, you're right. You're good. Other times they'll say it's a weapon. I'm like, wait a minute. This is nothing in your bylaws that says a crossbow is a weapon. It says specifically firearm. And I see firearms all the time on TikTok. So I have no idea or even understand what how the hell they're doing their, their work. I can tell you this, though. I've noticed a slowdown on TikTok already, and I don't know if that's because people are going to other forums or platforms. I still see some good numbers, but the overall growth rate of quickness has definitely died down from what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and they're so, changing things so much as far as, like, algorithm correct. goes, how they're pushing videos out. They're adding a bunch of weird things that, you can post and i mean it's just it changes every day yeah it's yeah hard for to sure. get used to something and then them change it and things just go downhill and don't work anymore i, so I, I saw an email believe that that there's nobody actually behind tiktok i think it was created as an <laughs> ai platform and that ai most of it is, is it, yeah and that ai is just trying to think for itself and, and it's consistently mm. inconsistent to uh to a major fault and that yes. there's nobody actually behind the things i i think this is what's taken over the world i i think ai is it man and i think i think we're on the front lines of getting hit by it <laughs> it's everywhere I got, I got an email from youtube and it said hey fyi you know we're doing this thing where shorts are going to be more popular or, or something like that it was something about the shorts you can make money on them blah 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 so i'm like okay you know what i'm gonna start pushing the shorts again and i did and i'm not exaggerating uh, last night i posted about 10 videos so i was like you know what i'm gonna play with this video this video we had some sort of gaming company steal one of our video clips weirdest thing ever friend of ours sent us a clip and said how did our video of our ballistic gel get in this gaming advertisement we're like what and it was so weird and it really was our clip and it was something and i'm like well first off i didn't know who owns it you can't even get a hold of anybody right whatever i don't care about that but i thought I'm going to put it in my video. Like that ballistic shot we did was pretty cool from the top view. So I put it in there. I'm not kidding. It, on YouTube, it's like 190,000 views or something, which on YouTube for us, that's like a freaking hitting a home run out of the park. So <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe it. And we went up like 500 followers on, on, on YouTube. So my big thing right now is I really, I tried a different couple ways to push these TikTokers to YouTube to our account because I thought, and still feel that if I can get them there long-term, I'm in better, so better spot than on TikTok. Cause yeah. I feel like TikTok's going to go through some sort of drop at some point 
due to like all these weird rules and like it's like we said it's ai it's not even people doing these things like if you had any of these issues on instagram facebook youtube they don't they don't do what they do on tiktok tiktok they give you a warning system and then you get five strikes you're out or something i mean it's really stupid it's like they just suppress it on the other ones this one they're like oh you went against the rules you're on a bad list you know you're like what what are you talking about I think TikTok is going to continue to grow. It's going to be the new like Instagram or Snapchat. Everybody thought it was going to fail and it kept going. True. Um, and it's turning into like a, almost like a search engine like YouTube. Cause on YouTube, people go in to look up stuff and the highest ranking video is going to be what you see. The first few videos are what you see. Same way with TikTok. I know people who are asking me, ask me some question about something and, um, that they don't even open YouTube or Google anymore. They go to TikTok and type in how to do something or yeah. this this brand of clothes. What's what's good about that? And um, I just noticed that the past few months, I'm like, man, you know, that's nuts. It's getting crazy. Yeah. It makes yeah, sense because you think about it. Most people are visual learners, right? So I, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't like reading. So I don't want to read an article if I can watch somebody do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean, yep. <laughs> I saw a video on how to put up a shadow uh, hunter blind. Kevin, we got one we got to put up uh, coming up, and someone sent me this video somebody did on YouTube on how to do it, and, and the video is pretty thorough and it's very long. And I remember thinking, like, I think I'm going to download the video, edit the video myself. <laughs> And then yeah. use it just as a tool to put up the thing and make it like literally 30 seconds because these guys are like, they're like breathing in the mic and stuff. They're like, <sighs> you know, it's like, oh, the guy's like, you know, he's got the mic here and he's doing all this work. So he's breathing. All you hear is, <sighs> you know, <laughs> like, yes. what the hell? and then on top of it, you know, all I need to do is see where he's putting what, right. And I can figure out screws, right. That's dumb stuff. So I'm like, dude. Yeah. Exactly. What's the process of tipping it up without, without tipping it over? That's the. That's the big yeah. thing. Or putting so guys, I got this, uh, I got this, uh, uh, confession to make. I, I don't know what it Ooh. is. And I didn't think I was going to even do this, to be honest. I, I was like, I'm not going to even do Dave, this. And I, Dave, we, we already know. We yeah. We saw the no, closet door open before you came in. It's all good, no. buddy. Um, so, so I started watching Dom, Dahmer on Netflix and I can't stop oh, watching man. the dating show. I'm it's, like, dude, it's, this actor is killer. He is crushing this role. Literally like I've never killer. seen. Well, I mean, he played is. he played an American Horror Story too. I remember that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I was like, I knew I knew him from somewhere. And I'm like, that's it. It was that one. I couldn't remember the name of it, but I knew I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's good. We've wow. We're on like season five or not season five, episode five, something like that. But yeah, yeah, between good. that. The new uh, Game of Thrones, the fire and whatever. And then also I've been watching that new Lord of the Rings that's on Amazon Prime. It's unbelievable. I'm like, this is too much to watch. I'm <laughs> part of the 2% of the populations never watch Game of Thrones. So, Oh, my God. See, I, I was, too. I was, too, until we did the first uh, episode TV and uh, got the HBO thing. And then I watched it all in like a month. <laughs> Red and wedding. it's pretty good, man. I I was in the same boat up until about literally two weeks ago, is when I finished the when I finished the season on that. But uh, I'm in the dark, dark in the whole Dahmer thing. I I just nothing nothing about that interests me at all. No, I didn't nothing. think so either. 
But then I watched one episode and I couldn't stop watching. I'm like, this guy is, and it's not even, honestly, it's not him I like or anything. I just love the acting. Like, I couldn't believe the ability of these actors, especially, especially the main actor playing him. That guy crushes this role and yes. it's so creepy. I, I can't even describe it. It's funny. I open when we go to hunt camp this year with you. It's fun. It's funny because the dad is the guy from Step Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> so In I can't take life? him seriously. No, the movie Step Brothers. Yeah, the main oh, guy. Okay. The actor, oh, 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 oh. The yeah, dad. Okay, I got he you. plays the dad of Dom Dahmer yeah. in this the show, but that's crazy, man. I you know it just goes to speak levels of insanity in in the world right this this guy's nuts man and on that movie he is nuts and no one gives him the time of day to uh, address the issue there's a part in the movie which apparently most of this is pretty accurate but he tried to tell us basically tried to tell his dad what was going on his dad kind of like blew it off and pushed changed the subject and i don't know it's 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 crazy man it's crazy so anyway let's talk about honey so brandon what you got going for hunting coming up what are you what are you doing right now man it's a i'm a weekend warrior guy right now until uh maybe october might take a couple days in october but i'm just public land i've got one piece of private i can hunt that's where my target buck is um i scouted him off a hill a few weeks ago about 600 yards and he's just big big deer that's the first target buck i've ever had in my life that i've been like i want to kill that deer yeah, I was going to say, I watch a lot of your TikTok videos, and most of them are not most of them. That's the wrong way to put it. But, I mean, it seems like you like shooting does, too, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm the same I'm way. Down. I like to fill the freezer first, especially yeah. if they side-eyed me, side-eyed me the, the wrong way, you know? So, I have I hunted, go and grow up hunting, started, like, when I was 12, just, like, opening week in a rifle season. I went out with my with my dad. We'd hunt that weekend, I'd have school, and I would want to hunt again. So kind of quit for a few years, and then a um, few years later, I got back into it a little bit. And then uh, I watched a Tim Wells video on bow hunting. Yeah, buddy. And we had gotten a bow for Christmas the year before, and I got really into it after that, like just, just bow hunting. I've not had much luck doing it. But these last three or four years, I've been trying to focus hard on getting one with a bow, a good buck with a bow. You do a lot of public land? Yes. Unless um, my fiance's family has got land uh, in southeast Missouri. Uh, And it's all cattle, but it butts up to forest land. So it's mostly just used for access. Uh, But normal weekends, it's just public land, southwest Missouri. You and you knew you knew about that land before she became your fiance, or that's why she became your fiance. <laughs> a, a little bit of both, I guess you could say. <laughs> that's awesome. So well, I'm just well, congrats on the marriage, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Soon to be marriage, I should say. That's good. The, so yeah, does so, she like the hunt too, or no? Um, she does. It's not like I'm into it or we're into it. She'll go uh she's killed a bigger buck than i have so she's been kind of picky the last few years during rifle season where she doesn't want to shoot anything unless it's bigger than her last one and around here you don't always get that so, last year she she did shoot a doe but she's not super into it she'll hunt during rifle season if you can get her up in a stand where she's warm so that's <laughs> yeah. 
usually what she does. I, she said she would film for me once I got the YouTube going. So I'm going to, she's going to get some work in doing that. So what, what, so what is, what is the weather like, like late season, like late October, November, where you're at? Are we talking like highs in the thirties, highs in the forties, highs in the fifties? I'd say highs in the forties. Um, usually doesn't get super cold till like end of December into January. That's usually when we get our really cold stuff. And most people are pretty much done hunting by then. Yeah. Um, but it just doesn't get super cold around here. I know uh, further north that you go in Missouri, you'll get colder weather. But where we're at, like around the Springfield area, it doesn't get super cold all the time. So usually that's when you get the real early morning movement and the real late evening movement a yeah. lot of the times until like right when the rut comes and you'll get some better movement throughout the day. But most of the time, not really. Especially since these temps have dropped last week, um, we'd see deer during the day, not many of them, but you could hunt, you could see deer till like 10, 11 o'clock. And now you don't see them at all. See them right at first light. And then you see them about 20 minutes till dark. Yeah. As soon yeah, as it's in yeah, they're changing their pattern up for sure. That's we always that, that that's kind of like the the whole um cell phone camera thing, right? With the trail cams and all that stuff, like the the tacticams, um, it gets us so excited this time of year because we'll pull up our phones, <laughs> we'll see these. I'm doing it right bucks. now. <laughs> yeah, we'll see these great bucks, and and it's and it's morning light. Then you get this afternoon, and then you know, so they're out during the day, and you're like, dude, we're doing it, we're doing it. And our weekend opens up, you know, October first, which is which is when we're recording this right now, just in a couple mm -hmm. days. And no joke, three days from now, when it opens up, those deer on are in a completely different pattern. It's like they know something's yes. up. And they're just they're just on a completely different pattern, but uh, it's kind of funny because we get all of our hopes up that these big bucks are coming out during the day, and then then they're not. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There brought you by this show is brought to you by Tacticam Reveal. Now let's look at the pictures. Doe, <laughs> baby, squirrel, 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 coyote, squirrel, possum. <laughs> I I got one of these in my backyard too. Doe, doe squirrel rabbit fat rabbit too wow that's a fatty <laughs> holy cow that'd be a good eating that one and more squirrel more dough so the good news is what is that thing dude oh it's like a cat it's a tasty looking first year dough though <laughs> i think it's a you'd cat. be surprised how much meat you can get it. off of those things for sure yeah i don't know some sort of cat <laughs> anyway. I uh this is the first year I've ran cameras by myself. I got a free cell cam, uh a stealth cam, and then yep. I got a I went and bought a just a cheap Walmart, just normal cam. I set them up and wasn't getting much in the stealth cam. It was acting weird for me, not doing what I wanted to do. Then had some does come in and check the camera on the Walmart cam. And I just I don't know. I kind of like going in blind sometimes. Like I'll go out and go scouting early season. And that's how I found, I mean, most of the deer that I've seen is going out early and finding where I think they will be or trails or whatever. But I just, I feel like it takes some things away from it. Just this yeah, year. You're also, 
No, for sure. But it also puts you at risk of not being there at the right time because you think nothing's coming or because maybe the deer came on the other side of that camera doesn't mean it's not there. Yes. Um, and I didn't only... go ahead, sorry. I didn't want to see deer in an area and then go out there and hunt and not leave that area because I'm like, oh, I know there's a deer in here. Like I don't want to be held up by that. If I hunt a day or two at a spot and not seeing anything and something's not right anyway so, yeah for I, me I would say mostly it's um it's confirmation of like all like a lot of things in my life like the bad choices in my life like for example i'll i'll you know look at the trail cams and i'll i'll be sitting there you know and i'm like okay this is where i'm hunting this is where i'm seeing the deer and then i'll sit there and i'll see this actually just happened nothing see absolutely nothing but then but then you pull up the tactic cam while you're sitting there you get a notification you're like oh and then you look at it and there's a big eight point standing at the other spot that you were gonna go to but didn't because you looked at all the trail cams before you went <laughs> so Tim, that's so Tim, how my life goes it's kind yeah, of Tim. A bad choices. <laughs> so but tim just case, did this with his yeah, kid he just did this just did this with his kid so we, where we were hunting, there's three of us with kids going. So I was supposed to sit at the spot called the top of the hill. Top of the hill had the trail camera showing deer every day coming through this hill, right? And so I, I was like, well, so every day. So then my son said, I, you know, I can't go. We have basketball. I can't go. So I said to Tim, you know, I'm not going to that spot. And, and your son hasn't shot a deer. So if you want the spot, go ahead. I'll be out of the picture. I'll just be there filming, doing other stuff. So it's between him and Jamie now. So him and Jamie both have a kid and they're both there. So Tim has the main choice right now. He can go to his shadow hunter blind or he can go to the top of this hill, which is like a ground blind he had just put in. So the, the top of the hill, we know there's deer because the camera's showing it, right? However, we also, you know, don't take into consideration that we're putting the, tr the blind out that day, right? So the blind's now an eyesore for the deer, which is exactly what happens the next morning when he's sitting there with his son, the doe comes from the right, looks right at the blind says, Oh, hell no. <laughs> Turns around and leaves, which then alters the whole system. So then, then that, that night they didn't see much. I think that day, well, that no, night. No, well, it was before the night we're out to lunch. And oh. while we're out to lunch, we get a notification on the tactic cam and there's an eight point standing 30 yards in front of the ground blind that we're yes. not sitting in right now because we're out to lunch. Now, so, then, so then we move into nighttime and that that's where you were. Yeah. Go ahead, Dave. So, but the thing about this is this spot. Um, if you get, if you have this area like this, right, this is the main area. So Tim's Tim's what we're talking about to the top that shadow hunters over here in this field down here. So it's like a big chunk of woods between the two spots, but probably three 400 500 yards apart maybe yeah 500 at least yeah for yeah sure. so anyway so the point is is that you know there's a deer in this vicinity right you don't know for sure he's still at the top of that hill but he's in that woods most likely chilling because it was hot it was a really hot day like so there's no way yeah. it was moving it probably went and lay down somewhere in there so that night comes and tim's sitting in the top of the blind where he chose because of that camera and that picture and then Jamie and his son are in the shadow on her vine. And sure enough, boom, as, as all the deer come out in front of that shadow hunter in the back bottom corner, all of them came out like two does, a button buck, the eight point he shot. And then a 10 point that the kid, the kid uh, missed because he wasn't paying attention. He just saw a big deer. He shot it. He didn't realize there was a bigger one. behind. Yeah. It. Missed as in, he didn't see it. Not missed as in, he shot it. And missed. Correct. He just, yeah. He didn't see it but 
But that eight point he shot just a great was example. The exact same eight point that I had on camera during lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't know where they're gonna pop out. Cameras can't help you there, you know. All they can do is yeah. give you some insight that something's in the area. That's all you can and, do. If you're and lucky. Fun. I I thought they were fun, like seeing the pictures, finding a spot, deer showing up where you put them. Um, but I, I just don't think I'm ready to go full force into it yet. I still full got sign. a lot of there, a lot of learning to do. Yeah, there's one other use for for trail cams that it security that I love too. No, I mean not not security. It's for mooning your buddies. You yeah, know, if you all have a reveal cam, and, <laughs> and uh, you know you all get the notifications on it, like you're on the same account or whatever. You just walk by that camera, buck naked. It makes for a great conversation. Well, and two uh, in Missouri, if you're on like an actual piece of conservation land, you can't have cameras. Oh, that's uh, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, so that make, yep, it's it was kind of a. It's also not good for me because everything around me is conservation land. There's a little bit of core about like an hour and a half away, and there's forest land like two hours away, the Mark Twain. Hey, and welcome to bowhunterplanet.com podcast. Thank you so much for your support and watching this show here on Carbon TV or listening to it wherever you get your podcast. I just want to take a moment to thank the sponsors who help us bring this show to you guys and keep it interesting and fun. I want to thank Tinks, Cat Work Truck, Camp Chef, Cobra Archery, HHA and HHA USA, Mojack, Thorn Broadheads, Victory Archery, Burris, Reveal Trail Cams, Apex Competitions, Heat Hog, Deer Camp Coffee, and Under Armour. Make sure you check out and log on and sign up on the bowhunterplanet.com brand new website. It is simple, it is awesome, and it's a great place to chat bow hunting and archery with a whole bunch of like-minded people. So we'll see you soon, and now, back to the show. But just there's not many options to put them up anywhere. Yeah, no, that that there are some. What was the other state? Was it Colorado that just outright banned trail cams too? There was another state that just recently did that. But uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, to a point they help. To other points, you know, it it makes it more frustrating sometimes. But uh, it just depends, I think, on how you apply it, and obviously what you can do and where you can do it. If you can't, I I like them. I like them because I just like to get the excitement. If you see something pop up, and then it makes it a little different, right? So, for instance. There's a local 60 acres we hunt. It's private land, 68, you know, 60 acres. And uh, last year we got a picture of like a 140 on there. Like just at night, a 140 went through there, right? So we're like, wow, you know, the whole point is now I'm sitting here. I have a different feeling. I feel like at any point this 140 could walk out. I mean, it's around here, obviously, right? It might not live here, but it passed through. So for those moments, I think they're absolutely incredible. And at least it'll put a little bit of, you know, excitement in your body that you feel like something crazy is out there. But to be honest with you, you know, we're sponsored by Reveal Trail Cams for this show. But the thing about it is before that, Stealth Cam sponsored us years ago. And the software they had didn't match anything close to the Reveal software. And so, like, what we're using now is, like, so easy with Tacticam Reveal. And I'm not just saying that because they sponsor. I know it sounds like that, but I promise you, I am not saying that. These things, you scan a data code and everything's like done for you. Like, I don't want to say instantly, but very fast. Whereas the other one, I had to put in codes and, uh, you know, all these numbers and sign up for accounts. Like everything's on this quick, fast app. 
and I can't say enough how easy it is to add a camera. We just got and more they, cameras in, and boom, take, I can add them right to the account. Boom, you know. And they take good pictures. They do. I've seen, yeah. I've seen people at work who have got them, and they take really good pictures. I was, we have like shoot Tim what now with this batch we just got we're gonna have like 15 of these things in the field all over yeah, all different lots. Say we have quite a few yeah um it, but the thing is this i went to walmart when i was over in uh the hunting area and i because i didn't have one tim forgot the cameras at his house the new one so i was like maybe i'll just go buy one so i went into walmart they had them for like 120 140 bucks but what i noticed around them were cameras that weren't weren't uh wireless they were just a regular camera, but they were freaking tiny. So something has changed where the ones that aren't wireless are getting smaller. I mean, it fit in the palm of my hand small. Yeah. Like I couldn't I noticed it. that up in Northwoods when I was up there last week and too. Same thing. They're like micro cameras now. Yeah. And that's um, what's gonna happen but, with the wireless. You watch. It's gonna go to but, it's gonna yeah, go well, to and it will, but they've also upped the price on a lot of that stuff too. So even though they got smaller, they still stayed 80 bucks. So now your choice is $80 no cell phone or spend $20 to $30 more and get cell phone camera. Not everybody can do it. Not everybody can have it. And there's a monthly fee. I get it. Yeah. But I mean, I just, I, I love, I love it when like I'm sitting around at night and I was doing this the other night to the guys, like I, I have another property that I hunt um, that I was getting some photos on and I'm sending it out to everybody. And it's just cool to kind of like instantly see what's there, what's going on right now and uh, send it off to everybody and just kind of, I'm that guy, I guess. You know, you, everybody has that buddy. He's like, oh, dude, check out this book. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, another big issue, though, I think that's coming that, you know, some of the things I noticed are, um, I, I don't even know how to say this because this happens in every industry, but it's the Chinese manufacturers, right? Yeah. They're, when you go on Amazon, like I'm on Amazon right now looking at the trail cams just to talk to you guys about it. They have a mini one. Like you were saying to them about these mini ones. They have one for $34. 34 bucks yeah. it's but as big as my hand it's got 2,533 four-star rating so you know yeah. it works great and this isn't i don't want to say an issue but it's 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 i don't want to say issue because the thing is is that a lot of the companies who sell a lot of broadheads and things like that clearly stay on the back made in china so yeah. It, basically what the option is for the user is yes i don't know who designed or who owns the patent for design i get that part i get that's a problem but if i go on amazon and i can buy light late and knocks for 10 bucks for a pack of six that do the same exact thing dude there's one awesome. that cost me 23 i don't really know how i cannot justify buying the cheaper one amazon's the thing i mean this is what people are using you know yeah, it's a it's so, a value it's a value proposition it's right? the same thing like, yeah <clears throat> Are you talking about those D power? Not just D power, but there's other ones. If you go on there, there's a, a variety of, of lighted knocks that mimic nocturnals. They mimic uh, clean shots. They, you know, same idea. D powers have been the best ones that I've found on there. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Like they're, they're super bright. With the switch on them, they work great. I was a little skeptical. And then they sent me some and I was like, man, I can't yeah. say anything much bad about it. No, they sent us some, and I, I gave them all away to our team because I said, you guys got to use these. You're going to love these things. Yeah. Um, I, You know, there's – I've never seen something work as good as those, as far, especially with the brightness of them. Um, but I asked them. I went back to them, and I said, listen, 
what about for a 166? Because I'm st- I'm shooting a micro diameter Victory Arrow. And so for the 0.166, there's not much in the market at all. Uh, but they said they have something they think will work and they're going to send it to me. But we'll see. I- I'm curious. I'm reaching out to pretty much all the late knock companies, even Glory Knock and all them, just to see. Because I'm like, who has something that fits this so I can let people know as well? Because, I mean, people probably have no idea, you know, how yeah. to get that small diameter. You don't need a lighted knock if you drop them in their tracks. Just saying. <laughs> hey it definitely bad. helps i want to see I where I hit it, it though it's great for camera <laughs> i i shot a doe uh two years ago with my bow and this was when i just started bow hunting i grabbed the bow shot it good at the house and when i got to deer camp i put a broadhead on her and so i was out walking out from a sit and gotten out early and uh doe just comes out of the timber 20 yards I shot hit way right like bad way right hit like in front of her backhand and I was wow. like oh my gosh so I called some people I was like hey I shot one it's not very good came back a few hours later found a little bit of blood we were just sitting there grid searching this like 10 acre field just looking and looking and looking and I saw the corner of my eye I saw something blue in the in the wood line I'm like what is that and it was like one of those where you had to like back up and kind of squint one eye to yeah. make sure you were actually seeing it. And it was my my arrow and went over there and it had went through her back, came out her front shoulder, just tore Isn't everything. That crazy? That's yeah, she didn't, she didn't go 30 yards from where wow. I shot her. But what I broad was that? It was a Striker X Montec, I think. So yeah, makes that. Interesting. But that, anything could take a bad bump, man. I'm telling you, people – think that every brand is something something but any one of those broadheads can take a weird ass jump or hit when it hits a bone you never yeah, know what's gonna happen. i shot them again i got a matthews two years ago v3 and i shot them again with a tune bow and i knew broadheads were shooting good and i couldn't get them to fly just right so i i'm not using them again but um i think it was partially the bow is why it was so bad on of that course year. it was brandon yeah sure. yeah that's exactly <laughs> what it was hey, i bought those i can say whatever i want so you have the v3 right now yes uh the 31 uh 28 and a half inch draw 70 pounds and i just got cheap sights and a cheap drop away rest and there appears to be um an issue going on with Matthews. I, I don't know. I, I saw it the first time today. I saw an art, not an article, but someone posted, um, can you believe this? And it was their V3 X and it, the string blew out the cables and the string blew out. And someone, the there's like 10 people said like that happened to me too, or something like that. Did you, you look at this? the picture? Was it actually like, there was a string broken or did it just derail? No, I, it was exploded. Okay, because whenever look like a rail. The, the whenever the V3s came out, there's a bunch of Facebook groups which are just a, I mean, a deadly place to be in the first place. But yeah, uh, yeah. they were like, uh, but the string blew up, string blew up, and the string looked fine, but it was derailed. And then I see people drawing their bow, and they're like just sky drawing it at a weird <laughs> angle. And I get it, like they shouldn't be derailing. But I've had this bow for a year, two years now with the same strings on it. I, my form is not perfect, and I've not had any issues. Is the string Everybody, the same on the X as the, the V3? Yeah, it's their, their zebra strings. Okay. 
Yeah, that yeah. was what they were seeing. There, I never seen it before. I just happened upon it, and all of a sudden, I read it and I read the rest of it, and I was like, "Wow, that's interesting issue." Um, is yeah, it possible? I, sure, but I don't know. You know, I need new strings, and I know I need new strings. But like I said, I've not had any issues with it, and people I know who shoot a Matthews, they've not had any issues with it either. Yeah, so, I haven't had an could, issue. We have one too. I haven't had no problem, but I don't. It, that's weird. Could be, I mean, it could be an issue and a problem with some of them, but I think it has something to do with some of those people drawing their bow really, really weird at a weird angle. And I mean, those cans, they don't, they're not, that string is not inset far at all. Like if you were strong enough, you could just pull it over yourself fairly easily. I really enjoyed the um I like that bow, but I the V3, the um VXR was a sick bow too. They did a, a that bow. I feel I think it's funny because we just got the phone with uh Jared from the juries and he he was using that bow still and that bow's a couple years old now. I mean that's gotta be what two models back, the VXR three maybe. Um, but that thing, dude, that was a stellar bow. And and oh, it's always yeah. hard because they always have to change things. I get it, you know, to make money and keep going. But honestly, I, I could have kept that VXR. I still have my VXR actually. I, I just I feel like it's a bow that could they could just yeah. kept in the lineup and people continue to buy it. Yeah, good? and they don't change much. I think the the bridge lock technology is pretty cool, but I mean they're the same three bows or four, I guess, if you want to consider like the verdicts in there. There's not much different between all of them, but yeah. they got to do something different every year. Yeah, I don't really have a choice. I guess it's kind of a position where all of them are doing it right. It's it's one thing if they all called each other and say, "Hey, let's not do another bow this year. <laughs> let's skip a year." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what they right. need to do. We'll see. It's let's let's add a zero and put a different letter in the name and we'll sell it. <laughs> I think if the big, like the big four or five of them did it, it would actually be okay. They wouldn't even need all of them to do it. Just, just the main bow companies. And I yeah. think they'd be clean, honestly. Um, yeah. So they, next. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's coming soon too. Um, we'll see what happens here. Uh, not too long from now, it's going to be usually November for them. So I know bear archery's coming up fast. Those will be here soon, their launch. And then I'm sure uh, Bowtech's usually November is, or late October. And then uh, Hoyt will probably be November and so will uh, Matthews, I think, this year. So it's going to be um, it's gonna be interesting what they do different. It's going to be very hard to do something different. You know, To be honest yeah. with you, what I'd like to see out of Matthews would be not a new dual cam bow, but a new single cam bow. I would like to see a single cam bow come back just because that's what they were raised and, you know, born on and people would still buy it. They would go ballistic for a single cam, even if it wasn't as efficient as a dual cam, they still I buy think, it. I think it was one of your lives where you're talking about if a company would come back and do a classic, a classic new bow, a new classic. That'd yep. be super cool. Matthew still has the, is it the Safari that you can still get? Is that I what it is? I don't see it on here no more. Oh, really? Gone. Yeah. Safari's oh. gone. At least, least here it is i don't know maybe maybe it's a special order still or something i remember oh here it is yeah that's a dual cam as well yeah i just that bow's been around cool, for a though. while and they still yeah. have it looks awesome reminds me of the matthews chill r yeah but way cooler with that the honeycomb even the yeah. cam is a honeycomb cam that's bad bones right there that's expensive bow right there what is it like 1800 yeah it's something real pricey they don't make many of them that's why i think it's very build the sell the bill or whatever you call it <laughs> i have i have a bear black bear i still need to send you 
Oh yeah, hook it That's up. Cool. Yeah, Let's get I, that on the I show. completely forgot about it, and then I reminded myself, and then I was like, month later, I was like, ah, I need to send that out. <laughs> Um, the, the fun part for us has been like, especially for me specifically, but working with all the bow companies, it's nice. Cause I get to actually shoot all the different brands and see the differences. And I think it's very interesting when you start to see what's happened. Like Matthew started this wide limb, uh, you know, quad limb, wide limb, yeah, short, yeah. um, short, uh, mm-hmm. limbs. And, uh, every, a lot of companies are doing it, right. They're all kind of copying that, that segment. And you're starting to see that more and more, um, because there's obviously something effective about that system, right. The, the, the shorter, fatter, wider pocket, you know, so it's interesting though, cause they all have a difference, you know, they're, none of them shoot the same. The one that's very impressive. I think that I don't want to say it's underrated cause they're, you know, a lot of people know who they are, but is the elite, the elite envision, this past year, that was a very smooth shooting bow. Uh, yeah. But that that's pretty normal for Elite. It's always been a slower bow, but super comfy. And then you jump into the Prime inline, who had something similar to that Matthews front end there, which the Elite actually didn't. The Elite had the not wide limbs like that. It had the thinner limb, like the yeah. old older style. But they kind of seem to hold to that. And uh, <laughs> Prime has been more likely to be closer in resemblance to a Matthews. And, you know, Same it's great. The, the new technology is great, but I think it confuses people if people are trying to go in and buy a bow. Um, yeah, it did me two years ago because I had a PSC Vision, like one of those like starter bows or whatever. And I wanted a new one because the draw length was almost maxed out and the weight just was like at 60 pounds and just didn't feel right to me anymore. And I just went around. I found a shop that had like most of the bows the newer bows and shot them. Yeah. Like it, it, I tell people, don't be confused. Don't read the specs. Don't do this, do that. Go get a bow, have it fit to you and shoot it. And if it's comfortable yeah. and you like it, go with it. Don't yes. worry about yeah. best tip. The best tip you can give anybody. Absolutely. Dude, I'll tell you Everybody's what, Everybody's built a little bit different. <laughs> I'm not so. exaggerating with you guys. I swear to you. I've got the 20, I have the 2023 bear archery bows right now. And they sent us a couple that are, um, they're launching. Like I said, I'll, we'll be launching videos when they launch. And um, they have a bow that's very low cost. And I, I honestly could go use it right now and hunt and kill a deer. No problem whatsoever. That's another like, thing. is It's incredible. Yeah. There's not very many companies that have a, like, a middle range to low range bow. Yep. Like, you get a flagship. Yep. Or like with Matthews, you can go to Mission, but then you got a small bow, and if you got a longer draw length or something, it's going to be weird. And yeah. Bear has done a great job on keeping those options available. You can go into Bass Pro, buy a Bear bow, and it be set up pretty much. You sight in at twenty, you can leave there and go to the woods and hunt. Yep. Yeah, and Absolutely. it's crazy because they ready to hunt. Yeah, the, the RTH packages, the ready-to-hunt packages that are not that much more money than their bear bow. Not bear bow, but bear bow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that that you can literally walk out the store um, and everything, you have your arrows, you got everything. Everything's ready to go. I mean, you just literally walk out and you can go hunting with no no extra accessories needed to be bought. So yeah, I recommend a phenomenal job with that. Yeah, I recommend going to like a pro shop, like an archery shop, just because they'll be able to set you up a little more tight-knit than uh, yeah. than a box store but um 
if that's your only option, then, I mean, you can still do it. Still get it or go buy the bow and then go pay 20 bucks and have a pro shop set it up for you. 100%. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm gonna clarify Tim's comment because Tim doesn't do the bow reviews with me. So Ready to Hunt does not come with arrows or releases or <laughs> it, it, you still have to get all those things. So when you go to the store, you will come out of there. Not There's two different Ready to Hunt packages from Bear. There's an extra and a regular. The extra does come with the, uh, I believe, some arrows and some broadheads and a release. So Tim isn't wrong, but I got to make sure I state that it's the extra package. The regular wrong. ready to hunt, the I'm regular ready wrong. to hunt comes with the rest, the sight, the quiver. So <laughs> and arrows clarify, are, I don't get yelled at later. Um, arrows so, are even worse than bows are on yeah, oh, yeah. being no confused. I always buy my, I would, I would never buy a ready to hunt package with arrows. It's just me, but I would buy it with the rest and all that stuff. Um, obviously we use victory arrows here, but you know, I have shot all the arrow brands. We've worked with all the arrow brands over the years. And to be honest, there are certain things with each brand that are different. So Easton has their ACC type arrows. I don't even know what they call them anymore. Full metal jackets. Uh, whereas victory has the VAP. And they have theirs has got its own metal that sheets through it and weaves or whatever. They all have their own thing. Um, so I'm happy. I'm just uh, all I can say is shooting victory. I'm freaking happy. I, yep. I got an awesome strong arrow. Go to a pro shop, have them get your specs, write it down. They'll be able to yep. pick out arrows from you know six dollars an arrow to twenty five dollars an arrow, whatever, whatever you need. But victory, yeah. I really didn't. I mean, I knew about them, but they seem like they've kind of been more relevant the last year or two. More yeah, people victory took gold this year again. I think I, I don't know if they took it last year. They took it this year for best arrow company for the consumer award. Um, and they've been uh, we've you know, there was years. I mean, years where I try to get through to victory. And I couldn't get through to them uh, from a marketing standpoint. And um, once I finally got through and we we talked and I was able to we had like a a lot of different conversations about sponsoring bone or planet stuff. And um, one of the biggest things they loved about what we did was our test lab version, which is our, in the studio stuff we do with the, all the bows, the classics, all that, and just really putting their arrows to the test. Cause we shoot so many arrows so much all the time that they get, had a chance then to actually use that concept to prove out their arrows from a different third party, not necessarily from themselves. Of course they test their arrows, you know, thoroughly, but um so we've been using them and loving them like just i mean i we opened probably six dozen of them cut them all put them all into our shooting lanes you know just to just to blow up really i mean i freaking shoot them into metal i shoot them i mean it's crazy um but it's it's been a good time and i i it's just nice knowing we could get the and not just that they support us in the sense that and they'll do this for consumers too is i actually just the other day uh Ron Resl came over. He's doing the Apex Competitive Challenge. Apex just sponsored this show as well. But the reason we, when Apex sponsored the show, I said to them, "Well, I want a hunter in that contest. Like to me, that would be cool if we can have someone in it and come on the show and tell the story about if they, you know, how they they're doing this." So anyway, Ron stopped by. He had to get gear because he's like, "Dude, well, I need arrows. I need this. I need that. If you want me to do this," I said, "No problem." So we're trying to figure out the arrow weights for his his size and. I'm like, you know what? Let's just call victory. We'll figure it out. We'll call them. They can tell us what number and we'll be good. So we call Nate over there. That's it. Squared us away. Told him the specs we needed. Tell him what we're doing, the weight. He did a calculator. He came back. He said, you need three fifties. <laughs> it yeah. was awesome. I was like, sweet. 
And so those most, are the types of things that help. Yeah. And most companies have that now, which is a big help um, yeah. where you can, if you're wanting to order online, you can easily figure it out on your own. Or, yeah. The calculators. Yeah. I'm, I'm shooting uh gold tip black labels that I'm oh, shooting nice. this year. I've always shot the Bass Pro arrows the last, I mean, not kill many deer with them, but I've shot them for the last two and a half years or whatever. And I've got a shop that's like a two minute walk from my house. This guy has like a shed in his backyard, but it's like oh. a legit shop. It is awesome. I can just walk to his house and fiance doesn't like it because I'm always over there, you know, just <laughs> looking at new stuff and wanting to buy new things. And, uh, but he did all the specs for me and he's like, do you like, we can go with the black label gold tips and they look really cool. I was like, man, they look cool. They're the right ones for my bow. Let's go for it. And yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. That's cool. Yeah. We work with them in the past too. I've, I know, I know, I actually know the guys over there. They also own B stinger. I always forget about that. Yeah. They're part of a larger brand. It looks like they own Primos too. Really? Weaver, Bushnell, huh. Hops nine, uncle Mike's really? Blackhawk. They own a ton of stuff. I forgot the name of the main company, but um, there's a main company. Interesting. I didn't know all that. Yeah, they're they're part of a. Uh, I forgot the name of it. It's a big conglomerate. There's you know a lot of them are part of that. You know nowadays that's what's kind of happened. But yeah, um, everybody's filtering in together and hops. Uncle Mike's Black Hawk Gold Tip Beast. Anyway, cool. All right, Brand. Thanks a lot, man, for being on the show. We'll we'll link you below on your TikTok so people can check it out. And uh, looking forward to talking to you more. I guess coming up, and we should definitely do some live TikToks together soon. I think that'd be fun. Uh, we can Absolutely. do it on both accounts. So just shoot me a message, and if I'm if I'm there, we'll do it. All right, man. Thanks a lot. We'll see you guys next time. On Talk the to you guys podcast. later. See you. Bye. <laughs> The Bowhunter Planet podcast would like to thank our outdoor partners for their support. It's because of these companies we can keep this show educating, entertaining, and growing the archery heritage. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.